Cushing's triad. The Cushing reflex, vasopressor response, Cushing's reaction, Cushing's effects, and Cushing phenomenon is a physiologic nervous system response to acute elevations and increasing intracranial pressure, resulting in Cushing's triad of widened pulse pressure, increasing systolic and and decreasing diastolic, bradycardic, and irregular respirations. The Cushing's reflex was proposed in 1901 by Dr. Harvey Cushing. He believed that the dramatic increase in blood pressure was a reflex to brainstem ischemia seen in patients with increasing intracranial pressure from causes such as intracranial hemorrhage, a mass effect from a tumor, cerebral edema, to name a few. In cases of increased intracranial pressure, cerebral perfusion pressure drops as systolic blood pressure cannot overcome the resistance present in the brain. Cerebral perfusion pressure is the pressure that pushes blood through the cerebrovascular network and is defined by the difference between mean arterial pressure and intracranial pressure. With an, intra, with an acute intracranial pathology that, that causes a mass effect and increased resistance in intracranial vessels, the only way for the body to perfuse intracranial tissue is through elevating the mean arterial pressure to restore baseline cerebral perfusion pressure. Dr. Cushing proposed that the systemic vasoconstriction and subsequent rise in systemic blood pressure was a mechanism to overcome increased resistance in the brain, increased cerebral perfusion pressure, and prevent further ischemia in the brain. Issues of concern. Intracranial pressure and cerebral blood flow are determined by the amount of blood and cerebrospinal fluid in the skull and the force exerted by the brain on the inside of the skull. As necessary, autoregulatory mechanisms enable the cerebrospinal fluid movement between the brain and spinal subarachnoid space and constriction and dilation of arterioles to maintain intracranial pressure within a normal range, 5 millimeters of mercury to 15 millimeters of mercury. Although daily activities such as breathing, coughing, and lifting can cause transient pressure, autoregulatory mechanisms can respond to such changes so long as the mean arterial pressure remains between 50 millimeters of mercury and 150 millimeters of mercury and maintain intracranial pressure within a normal range. An increase in intracranial pressure most commonly occurs due to the presence of a space-occupying lesion, such as an intracranial hemorrhage, hematoma, tumor, or abscess. However, may also result from cerebral edema, example due to a head injury, hypoxic or ischemic encephalopathy, postoperative edema, or ischemic stroke with vasogenic edema. Metabolic disorders such as hyponatremia, uremic, or hepatic encephalopathy, Increased cerebrospinal fluid production, such as choroid plexus tumor, decreased cerebrospinal fluid drainage, uh, example due to flow obstruction by space-occupying lesion, aqueductal stenosis, or Chiari malformation. Increased venous pressure due to uh, idiopathic intracranial hypertension or pseudotumor cerebri. The Cushing reflex is a physiological nervous system response to acute elevations of increasing intracranial pressure and resulting in Cushing triad of widened pulse pressure, which is increasing systolic, decreasing diastolic, bradycardia, and irregular respirations. In the first stage of Cushing's reflex, blood pressure and heart rate rise in response to sympathetic activation to overcome increases in intracranial pressure. This sympathetic response allows for brain perfusion as long as the intracranial pressure is not too high to overcome. For the brain to remain adequately perfused, mean arterial pressure must be maintained higher than intracranial pressure. In the second stage of the Cushing reflex, hypertension continues to be present, but the patient becomes bradycardic rather than tachycardic. 
There are differing opinions on the mechanisms leading to this stage of the Cushing reflex. The prior thinking was that increased blood pressures lead to activation of baroreceptors in the aortic arch, triggering parasympathetic activation and resultant bradycardia. Some propose that the chemoreceptors outside of the brain do not participate in this stage and bradycardia actually results from compression of the intracranial vagal nerve. It is not wholly agreed upon as to what causes the bradycardia, but there is a wide acceptance that this is a late stage and likely terminal sign of worsening intracranial pathology. Blood pressure will continue to rise until the mean arterial pressure overcomes intracranial pressure and blood can adequately perfuse the brain, thereby resolving hypoxia and avoiding infarction. In the later stages of Cushing's reflex, brainstem dysfunction secondary to increased intracranial pressure, tachycardia bradycardia is observable clinically as an irregularity in breathing. This is characterized initially by shallow breaths with occasional periods of apnea. This activity occurs due to compression of the brainstem by increased intracranial pressure, and as a result, distortion of the respiratory centers. Eventually, agonal breathing may develop as a herniation of the brain begins, progressing to respiratory and cardiac arrest. Overall, it seems that Cushing reflex is the very last hemodynamic response to a symp systemic sympathetic activation that follows the acute rise in intracranial pressure.